0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Friday. It is March 18th. It is 2022. We have 12 NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I am joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Will, what's happening, my friend?
1: Nothing much, man. Always a beautiful day in the neighborhood when we get to uh talk some some nba mlb is coming soon but i'm uh i'm very excited man i'm glad to be on with you once again
0: excited as well um this should be (laughs) one game i'm so happy the magic lost um you know, when you got Detroit and Orlando, you're trying to stay in that bottom three and you're playing against the team that you're tied with and wins like got to lose those games when you're tanking. So good job, Orlando Wendell Carter jr. Yeah. You can sit out. Um, good job. Smart, smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm excited. Last, uh, last podcast here of the week, good 12 game slate and my good buddy will. So, Let's jump into it. We get started with Dallas at Philadelphia. two twenty two total in this game. Philly, a three-point favorite. On the Dallas side, Hardaway is out. Bullock is out, and Chris is questionable. On the Philly side, Embiid is questionable. Um, It's obviously the news that we're going to be watching here the most for this 7 o'clock game. Dallas side, Will, what are we looking at here for – the maps
1: and Luca Luca and more Luca. I think that's, that's where we stake our flag. Now I will say this, Spencer Dinwiddie has been playing fantastic.
0: Uh Crushing you know, with um, Bullock out.
1: Yeah. I mean, prices, you know, up in the mid six K range in a competitive spot, Stevie, where he's going to play 30, let's say 32 plus minutes. I don't think he gets to like 38 here, but 32 plus minutes. I'm actually pretty intrigued. Uh this should be like I said a competitive spot with Philly. I, I like Dinwiddie here as well. Um you know Jalen Brunson is it's kind of taking a hit in his production because because of the Dinwiddie effect. Uh but I don't care. I, I, I like Dinwiddie here. I think I think this is a good spot for him in Philly or against Philly rather. Him and Luka uh, definitely the top two plays for me.
0: Yeah, Dinwiddie 6300. We've saw you know, Bullock was playing, you know, 35 minutes a night, it seemed like. And Dinwiddie has just kind of moved into that starting role. I don't know if I play Luca in this spot. I think he's definitely in play. And the usage and the shots have not been affected whatsoever. And it seems like the assists have kind of gone up here with Dinwiddie playing well. Um, so I don't think it's really, it's just more of, do I get to Luca today? Um, you know, that that Denver-Cleveland game going to be a really good game. The other side of this game, I mean, if Embiid sits, you have Harden at 96, so you're probably going to be playing him. Um, and, and there's a few pieces, a lot of question marks that we're going to be talking about in that Memphis-Atlanta game. So I just don't know if I get to Luka today. I definitely think that if value opens up, he's one of the top point-per-dollar plays on the slate, no question about it. The other side of this game, the Philadelphia side, I mean, Embiid with the sword back, if they give him the day off here, James Harden is too cheap. He is just going to absolutely smash in this spot. Um, So if that happens, love him. And I mean, DeAndre Jordan, even if he only plays 22, 25 minutes here, he's 3,100. So if Embiid sits, a lot of options. If Embiid plays, I think you could play Embiid or Harden. I just like Harden a lot more if Embiid sits.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think if Embiid sits, I'm also going to like Tobias Harris a lot more at 6,500 prices come down significantly because the production just isn't there consistently with Harden and Embiid on the floor together with him. Uh, but I mean, if Harden, if Embiid, excuse me, sits Tobias Harris at 6,500, I think it's going to be great value uh, at that price. Uh, Tyrese Maxey at 6,800. Man, you know, I, I think, you know, you could consider it. I don't think he's as good a play as Dinwiddie, even if Embiid sits. I, I just, I, I still think Dinwiddie's a better play, but I don't, I'm not against it. And then Harden at 96, of course, if Embiid is out, I mean, that's really going to open it up for him to do a lot more scoring. Um, You know, this could be one of those 30.10 rebounds, 10 assist games. Uh, and if he, he goes the distance there, then he's going to put up a monster score. So I like him a lot as well. And, I, and I'm with you on DeAndre Jordan at 3,100. Like you said, if he gets 25 minutes, that that could be enough to pay off that price tag for sure. Uh, So I'm on board there as well.
0: All right. Moving on here, the game with a lot of question marks. we got Memphis at Atlanta. No total out in this game. Makes a ton of sense because, I mean, on the Memphis side, John Morant is questionable. On the Atlanta side, John Collins is out. Gallinari and Trey Young are questionable. So – a lot of question marks. This game could break the slate if Morant and Trey Young get ruled out because it would just open up so much value. Um, so we'll kind of go through here real quick on the Memphis side of things. If Morant plays, let's start with it that way. If Morant plays, what do you like here for Memphis?
1: Absolutely like Morant. For what it's worth, they are saying he's on track to play. And I that means he's going to play. Um, they said he practiced Thursday and is on track. Um, Moran at 10-2 would be, you know, I think a good play here, but I almost feel like I'm going to need Trey to play as well for him to be worth it. If Trey's out, and I hate to caveat it like that with someone from the other side, but I think it's relevant information. Trey said, I'm really not as interested in job because I feel like Memphis may be able to kind of cruise a little bit to the finish line, but I, I will like Jha. Um And then, you know, you, you've got Steven Adams at 6K who's going to have to deal with Capella. Who's been, who's been playing better, Now I know his minutes have come down here the past couple of games, but I think against Capella, we might be able to see him get back into that 30-point range, 30-minute range, excuse me. So I'd be interested in him as well. Um, but And then with Dylan Brooks back, if Ja plays, I feel like, you know, the value of Desmond Bain is going to continue to go, go back in the opposite direction. So at that point, you know, it's mainly Ja, mainly Steven Adams. That's about it for me.
0: If Ja doesn't play, I love Tyus Jones at 4,400. Um, he went three for 11 from the field the other night, shot 27% without John Morant, and still put up 28 fantasy points. He was two points away from a double-double. Just bad shooting night for him. The Atlanta side of this game, I mean, Trey Young plays. This is a great matchup. You know Him and Morant, good correlation, a lot of stack potential there if they both play. Um, I think with Collins out already ruled out, we can continue to look at Clint Capella. And I think the one that could potentially be interesting here is if Gallinari doesn't play, you could potentially look at Hunter or Herder. Uh, I think that both of these guys would, you know, obviously be options. And if Trey Young sits daily on right, is 3,300 and should play 30 minutes. He just doesn't typically do a lot with those minutes, but a lot of potential in this game on the Atlanta side, Will.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I will say this, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, props and things like that, if for whatever reason, if Trey sits, I I don't think they're going to give it to us, okay, on price. I got to think they're not going to. But in terms of first half props, I'm, I'm talking about first half props here. Uh, if you can get Kevin Herter anywhere around 11 and a half fantasy points and DeAndre Hunter in the same range, I, I would actually go ahead and just hammer the overs on that as soon as you can get it. Right. So I'm trying to give that one out early. If, if the, the minute they give out the fantasy point props, Herter and Hunter, if they're anywhere around 11, 11 and a half, just hammer the over no matter what. Now, maybe they – I think they hold it back because of the news, but they want to put that one out there early. Those would be two – not freebies, but pretty close because they're going to be scoring the ball all over the place. Uh, at any rate, uh, from Atlanta, I, I would like both of those guys, Herder and Hunter, 5K, 5,300 respectively. Uh, I think those guys will be big time in play. Uh, one other one that, that might be in play as well, Stevie, is – Uh, Onyeka Okongwu, this is his points, rebounds, assist prop. He was 15 and a half the other night against Charlotte. I got to think maybe they dial it back to 14 and a half against Memphis because they feel like it's a tougher team. Maybe 13 and a half. If that that one comes out, like, I I would take the over on that one as well because he's second unit, and he's just basically rebounding and scoring the basketball as much as he wants. So, all right, those are my three props out of that game, just right off the top of my head that are kind of staples for me. Um, also from Atlanta, if, if Trey happens to sit, then I, I gotta feel like DeLon Wright's going to be pretty chalky at 3,300. Like he's probably going to be mega chalk and I, I'm probably going to side with that. Lou Williams, will get a few minutes, but, but I definitely think DeLon Wright would be in play.
0: All right. We're moving on. We got Portland at Brooklyn. Woo. 225 and a half total here, and the Nets are a 13 point favorite on the Brooklyn side. Lamarcus Aldridge is out, Seth Curry is questionable. Harris, Kyrie, and Simmons out on the Portland side. Bledsoe, Ingalls, Lillard, Little, Nurkic, Simons out. We'll start here with Portland. Obviously, still very shorthanded team in general. Um, Brandon Williams has been playing really solid basketball. His price has come to the point where I think that you're gonna want him in like ceiling, think that you want him in ceiling type spots. Um, you know, when I'm looking at this Portland team, I think Eubanks or Watford are like the guys I'm looking at the most here and maybe an Ellaby in large field tournaments. But I'm not going too crazy in this Portland spot because I don't know if this game necessarily stays close. Uh, One other thing that I just wanted to kind of point out, it was really interesting the other night. You know, we saw Chris Dunn play against Atlanta and play 20 minutes. And then Chris Dunn played 28 minutes in the blowout against the Knicks the other night. Are we putting stock into this? Are we really thinking that like Chris Dunn might be a play here at minimum salary?
1: I think so, Stevie. I mean, if I had to pick another game for Portland to get blown out, I know Kyrie's not playing, but KD should have this team for lunch. I think they got enough pieces to to win, and if that's the case, Stevie, then I have to assume Chris Dunn's going to play minutes. I mean, Portland's already – semi-depleted anyway, I actually think he's a good play at 3K. And I don't think he's so much of a flyer. I think his minutes are going to be there. I think he plays at least 25 minutes for what it's worth.
0: Well, I mean, to that point, right, to that point, he played 12 first half minutes the other night. Yeah. You know, so, all right, you know, at, at that point, maybe we are looking at 24 to 25 minutes. If a game is close, maybe it's 22. If the game blows out, maybe it's closer to 30. The dude's 3K. He's 3K. And he's young. And I don't know if he projects well. You know, like I'm sure he's going to have a really solid projection, but you know, if we're projecting him at 22 points, he, at, at maybe like 0. .6, 0. .7 fantasy points per minute, he might not project well enough where he might be one of those guys you're really looking at in large field tournaments because he's going to open up a lot.
1: Yeah, I like him, and I like Eubanks as well. I think Eubanks will be able to to do a little something here. Andre Drummond is going to play minutes, and so uh, I'm interested. looks like Justin Winslow, he's back in the fold now. I know he played very limited minutes uh, coming back against the Knicks at at 20 minutes, but uh, I think he could end up somewhere in the 20 to 25-minute range as well. Just keep an eye out. He's 5,600. I don't think he's great value yet, but if he creeps back up to 30, And I think he's going to be good value. And I I think at this point, I'm just scratching Josh Hart off the list. Like, he's 7,900. And so, you know, basically we're asking him to score, in my opinion, 45 fantasy points at that price. I'm saying to take down GPPs. And I just – I don't think he's going to be able to do that consistently enough with guys back like Winslow, you know, Chris Dunn. I I just don't see it. He could very well get there. Have another crazy upside half, but I don't see it.
0: Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. Um, Brooklyn side, Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, he's 10-5. And I know the other night against Dallas, he didn't have that like monster game that we all wanted.
1: He only he only shot 40. percent I mean, he shot eight for 20. Yeah, I just I he gets four more buckets, he's almost
0: there. Him and Goran Drogic are just going to be staples for me here. Um, Goran Drogic, 36 and 38 minutes in the two games without Kyrie. They're very comfortable running him out there. I just, uh, this just seems like both of these guys are in great spots.
1: Yeah. And I was kicking myself the other night, Stevie. Goran Drogic, do you know what his first half points prop was? You don't even want to know, but I promise. Three and a half. Oh, geez. Oh, uh, I mean, see, I was so frustrated with myself because I was hammering so much Bruce Brown. I said, God, I made the rookie mistake. And I, I did go all in on Bruce Brown, and it worked out perfectly. Like Bruce Brown's crushing right now, but when Kyrie doesn't play, but that was a freebie. Free- I guarantee you, we don't get Gordon Dragic at three and a half on this. Leg. he, I, I mean, that was insane value. All right. Uh, now that now that we've got that out of the way, uh, back to our regular scheduled programs here.
0: Well, I, I mean, do still like. To be fair, though, like when you think Steve Nash is a point guard, don't you feel like Goran Dragic is like a like a Steve Nash like type of player, and like it just makes a ton of sense that like he kind of found a home in a Steve Nash system.
1: Right. Right. Just saying. I mean, I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense, especially when he's one of the – he's considered an elder statesman, on got to buy out, right? They don't have to pay him a lot of money to be there. You know, he, he's just trying to help this team win and see if they can get to a championship. I get it. Back to Bruce Brown, o Stevie. I, I, I will be playing Bruce Brown again. He's 5,600, playing good minutes, and he's a peripheral machine. Not only that, Stevie, he's pretty much scoring double digit points every game now and it's pretty much five and five or seven and six. You know, and these are the type of things I can get behind. If you look at his past three games, even at Orlando with Kyrie playing, Stevie, now Kyrie put on a magical performance in Orlando. Hopefully we all caught the play on words there. Ten points, eight assists, five rebounds. A block and two steals, 34 fantasy points. Still find, found massive ways to contribute. Bruce Brown, uh, one of my favorite plays on the night.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, you're not going to talk me out of it. Um, Don't let me down, Bruce. I'm, I, I'm I know. I'm going to you up here, buddy. I like okay, so I like the fact that like Kyrie's out and it's a it's a good spot against Portland. So like, all right, I, I get that. that. Um <laughs> just come on, Bruce. Right. Don't do this to me. I know. All right, moving on. Denver, <laughs> Denver at Cleveland, two twenty and a half total here. Uh the Nuggets a two and a half point favorite. On the, the Denver side, Jamal Murray's. And Porter Jr. made out. I'll probably stop saying that at some point. Um, on the Cleveland side, Allen, Rondo, Sexton, Wade out. Um, Denver, I mean, it's Jokic. Like, he's just tough matchup and, you know, slower-paced game potentially, but a good, really good competitive game. So, I mean, it's Jokic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's all it is. Don't have to sugarcoat this one. I'm not playing any more for this team. In fact, Steve, if we want a good reference point, and yes, it was his birthday, but Joel Embiid at Cleveland, 35 and 17, five assists. I mean, those are pretty much Jokic-type numbers, right? Or Embiid-type numbers, if you will, right? Because Embiid's been been a stud in his own right. Uh, But Jokic, I mean – feels like he's going to have to do something similar if this team wants to win. And I, I keep talking about this Stevie. but I'm more impressed this season with uh, teams that have been very laxed in the, in the stars department, the Nuggets haven't had anybody all season, but Jokic, and they're in sixth place. I mean, sixth place and some of these other teams who've had like, like Ty Lu. Like, you know, I've i talked about Ty Lu. The fact that the Clippers are in the eighth seed is freaking amazing. They haven't had anybody. Like, th- these are the types of things I like to recognize. So, anyway, it's all Jokic. Uh, got his team in the sixth seed. If they win, it's going to be because
0: of him. Cleveland side, I mean, Garland's 8,500. He is over 40 fantasy points now in five straight games. Um I think it's like seven or eight out of the last nine um, for Garland. He He's obviously – his price is kind of reflecting that. Mobley, you know, has definitely saw an uptick, you know, with Allen out. But now he's 7,500. I think, like, if I'm taking shots in, in large field tournaments, it's probably vert, But overall, I don't love Cleveland in this spot.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, like you said, Allen's been out. Uh, LaVert is 6,400, but I'm still, I'm still not really interested. I need more minutes. I mean, I, God, can we get LaVert to 35 minutes? And the answer is probably no. Um, so for that reason, I'm mainly off. I was thinking Kevin Love was going to be someone that we would be able to invest in with all these guys kind of sitting, especially with, um, with Allen out and his minutes yet again, all over the place, you know, Laurie Martin and he's playing big minutes, but Um, And I think he has some upside. I don't mind him at 5,500 on this slate, but all in all, I'm with you. Let's avoid Cleveland and and move on.
0: We got Washington at New York taking on the Knicks, 224 total in this one. The Knicks, a five-point favorite. On the Knicks side of things, Grimes is questionable. Noel is out. Reddish is out. Rose is out. And Kimba's out. And on the Washington side, Bradley Beal remains out. Uh Washington here. Well, you know, it's funny we were joking around about it the other day. I don't remember who I was on with, and we were talking about how the most consistent player for Washington right now seems like KCP. <laughs> so, um and like it, It's it, true it's just, though. I know it's just funny. I mean, Kuzma with Porzingis his production has went way down. I think you could still take shots on Porzingis. I think you could take shots on KCP. But I don't know how much else I really want to play here. I mean, you could take shots on Denny. he is twenty eight and twenty nine minutes in the last two games. He's been playing really well uh so maybe you could take shots on him. but I'm not too crazy on the washington side. Uh, it's just maybe some pieces here and there
1: yeah, I'm with you, and uh, once again, we arrive at another prop stop and uh if if you can catch this one um Haul Neto, Raul Nato, his first half fantasy points have been around like eight and a half. They've been very low. If you can get at eight and a half again, just hammer the over. First half fantasy points, eight and a half. Keep that one in mind. If R.J. Barrett, I know it's all the same. If he comes in anywhere around four free throws, just hammer the over. He's been crushing it. All right. Back that regular schedule program. Steve, I've been giving people a lot of props here today. Hopefully they they, they pan out. Uh, These are all right off the top of my head because I've been doing them all season. So, um, and the numbers should be pretty close to what I'm giving you, by the way. Uh, In in that regard, I'm with you, man. I don't really want to play anymore from Washington. I I don't mind Denny at 3,300. I think he's sneaky, right? I don't think anyone's going to be playing Denny on a 12 game slate. Not like that. I mean, he gets you 28 fantasy points. I think that's very respectable um, in this spot. The Knicks aren't some defensive juggernaut at all, which is, very surprising considering Tibbs is there, but the NBA has evolved and uh, that's, that's not the, the way he's doing It isn't working. And so uh, I like Denny. I, and I think that's about it. Like you said, you can't really play Kuzma. He's taking a hit, you know, Porzingis isn't playing enough minutes. And uh, in terms of the point guard department, it's just, it's just ugly.
0: Yeah. Um, Adavija? Maybe? Denny Adavija. Listen, I had to at least I try. Was, I thought it was F Dia. Um I, th- I don't yeah, know. I, I had Adia. to at least try though. Um yeah, I, th- I think it's
1: Denny FDA, but don't listen. I think that's
0: what it is. Longtime listeners of the podcast appreciated the try. Um Nick's side of this game, you know. RJ Barrett. I I still think he has the ceiling, uh, 40 minutes the other night. He's been taking 20 shots a night. It's not like the, the shots have really died down. He just hasn't been making threes. Um, you know, Randall has shown some ceiling here recently. I still like Barrett more when we're just considering price Burks's price is starting to get to the point where I don't know if he's necessarily a value play anymore. Um, so I'm, I'm, I mean on the Knicks side I'm really just looking at RJ Barrett. I mean you if you're playing 150, you're probably playing some Randall, but I think Barrett is the play.
1: Yeah, I don't mind Barrett like you said the, the shot attempts and I think I've talked about that a ton over the years. Shot attempts, man, you got a guy taking 20 plus shots. At some point the efficiency is going to kick in and when it does, you get games like the other night where he goes off for of 51, right? And then also, you want to take him against teams that aren't going to play great defense. Washington isn't going to play great defense. I don't hate him at 79. Not my favorite play, um, you know, but I think 7,900 is still fine for what his ceiling is. I mean, the guy scored like 22 real points the other night in the first half. Some, somewhere up in there. I mean, he's got, he's got upside for sure.
0: Lakers at Toronto taking on the Raptors, 225 Ooh. total in this one. Toronto, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. On the Lakers' side, Anthony Davis remains out. Kendrick Nunn remains out. Horton Tucker and LeBron are both questionable. On the Toronto side, OG and Flynn are out. Uh, let's start here with the Lakers. I'm not playing anymore, Stevie. I mean, if LeBron plays, I think you can – I'm not playing LeBron. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Well, the Lakers are done. <laughs> Did do they make the playoffs? No, no.
1: Okay, let me, let me let me caveat that. Let me caveat that, please. Let me at least clear it up. Anthony Davis somehow makes it back. Maybe. If he doesn't come back, the answer is no.
0: Are they I, I, okay? So I've they, been looking at the
1: standings. They, I don't think they beat the Pelicans in a playing game.
0: I I don't think they they may not beat the
1: Clippers in a playing
0: game. It's nine, right? The eight and nine seed play a playing game, right? Isn't that how it works now?
1: I thought I thought it was four. Is it ten involved? I think it's eight, nine, seven. Is it seven, eight, nine, ten? Seven, eight, nine, 10? I It might be seven, eight, nine, ten. Because last year wasn't it like. I remember two teams played against each other, and I think eight plays. uh, I think maybe seven plays eight and they're in. Like if seven plays eight, they're in and they're done. And then, or the winner of seven, eight plays and they're in. And then they play the winner of nine and 10, or something crazy like that. I think that's how it is. I know we can look this up really quickly and uh, and figure it out.
0: I... Hey,
1: thanks for rolling with this, guys.
0: No, I know. I just They changed it. I don't know. I know they changed it. I just don't remember how they changed it. That's all. Okay, know.
1: here it is. I've got it. Okay. The seventh-place team will host the eighth-place team In a one game matchup, seventh and eighth. Are we back to eight? (laughs) Wait a minute. No, this was this might be old. This was May 20th, 2021. Uh, I thought it was current.
0: It is 10. Okay, it's 10. I found it. Um, nine and 10 seed plays, seven and eight seed plays from what I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And then the winner.
0: The winner of the nine and ten plays Plays the the loser loser. of the seven and eight. eight. Yeah. And whoever, yeah. So if you win the seven and eight game, you're automatically in and you're the seven seed. If you lose that game, you get another game against the winner of the nine and ten game. So, okay. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think the Lakers get in. I like it. I'm in.
1: All right. I'm in. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think. So if I had to choose right now between
0: 9 and 10,
1: I'd take the Pelicans straight up. I don't think the Lakers beat the Pelicans right now, not with CJ and if How fact, are
0: the Clippers holding on? <laughs> Ty- Tyron Lou. I know. I mean, like if there's any you got to give the hats off to the Clippers, man. Um, you have to. So Stevie, they're not going to do anything in the playoffs, but shout out to them for being a 500 team. Without Kawhi, without Paul George, like shout out to them.
1: My last point about this: the Pelicans may in fact end up the nine seed in this scenario. Which it won't matter. Nine and ten are pretty much irrelevant, but
0: so I mean, still. I think it's it I think for the for the nine and ten seed, I think it's a three-team race, right? It's the Lakers, it's the Pelicans, it's the Spurs. Um, yeah, I, I think. I don't think Portland's getting in. I feel like there are way too many injuries right now at Portland. And I think the Kings are too far back. Yeah. So, I I mean, it's a three-team race for that on the west side anyway. I mean, on the east side, it's pretty much set. I feel like the top ten teams are set. It's just where they're going to end up. Um, But, yeah. Well, anyway, super sidetracked on a 12-game slate. We're sorry, and we're not sorry. But if LeBron <laughs> plays in large field tournaments, I think you're playing LeBron every time he plays this year um, without AD. And I'm just saying the ceiling is there, but yeah, I, I mean, it's hard. I mean, the rest of the team, Westbrook's too expensive. I think if 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 LeBron sits, I like Malik Monk a lot. Um if LeBron and Horton Tucker sit, because Horton Tucker has a sprained, I think ankle, right? Um, so if both of them sit, I really, <laughs> what year is this? But I really like Carmelo Anthony um, and <laughs> off, Austin Rivas um, would be guys that I'd look at if LeBron and um, Horton Tucker sit. And then on the Toronto side of things here, Van Vliet is seventy six hundred. The Lakers can't play defense. Um, he shot three for fourteen against Lakers in forty minutes the other night and put up 32 fantasy points, shoots a little bit better, uh, he should crush.
1: Listen, you, Steve, you already knew this was coming. Uh, give me point guards against the Lakers all day. Uh, I like Fred Van Vliet here. I also think Siakam's price point at 8900 is very intriguing in a spot with the Lakers. Like I, That's a fantastic price. Those are two of my top plays from Toronto, probably along with everybody else.
0: All right, we're rolling along here. We'll catch up Indiana at Houston. two thirty-eight and a half and a half total in this game, and the Pacers are a three-point favorite. Um, Looking at the injury report for this one, on the Pacers' side, Duarte and Bits are questionable. McConnell, Rubio, Turner, Warren out. And on the Houston side, Eric Gordon is questionable. So the Pacers, I mean, this is going to be a fast-paced game with hardly any defense played talk to me here about indiana
1: yeah man um i really wish malcolm brogan would just stop playing basketball this season but he keeps creeping back into our lives stevie and screwing up our roster so we can't fully take advantage of the pacers if he were to sit uh in this matchup stevie notice i'm being very specific here Halliburton and Buddy Heal would be amazing plays. O'Shea set would be an amazing play. And well, Will, you're talking about O'Shea set, Why? No, Isaiah Jackson, Jalen Smith should have a good game here. Uh, and, I, and I know that uh, uh, Goga's questionable. He's 3,400. Um, you know, if he plays 20 to 25 minutes, I, I'm in. I like these guys, man. They should have big games here against Houston. Uh, even Malcolm Brogdon at 7,700, I don't hate him as well because this game should stay close, for, close enough for him to play 35 minutes.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I I love Jalen Smith in this game. And I don't mind your Brissette call at all. Um, Brissette should get closer to 30 minutes here. Jalen Smith should be really close to 30 minutes, uh, especially if it stays um, sits. So A lot of potential here on the Pacer side. I love Halliburton in this spot, even if Brogdon plays, um, assuming that Brogdon plays. This Houston team is so bad against guards. And Halliburton, the other night, it was a blowout against Memphis, and he shot terribly. He was one of the first guys off the court in the blowout. I'm just not worried about that game. This is a way different spot. I think he has 50-plus point upside in this matchup, even with Brogdon. Sign me up for Halliburton here, and then... On the Houston side of things, I mean, Christian Wood 7,300. They're going to kind of need his size in this game because the Pacers are going to use their size for sure. Um, Kevin Porter Jr., he's obviously someone that has a little bit of upside. Jalen Green has a little bit of upside. It's just Schroeder being there as well just kind of throws a, a wrench into everything on the Houston guard situation.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and as I look over the landscape of this team, Stevie, the one thing that's very intriguing to me is Christian Wood at 7,300. Now, I know that you look at his minutes and you go, oh, my gosh, he played, you know, 26 minutes, 27 minutes. Coming off an injury and there were blowouts, right? I think this game stays reasonably close. At 7,300 in this spot, Steve, I think Christian Wood should have been at least 8K here. This feels like one of the steals of the day. Uh, Christian Wood could put up 45 fans points and, and that could be very well be enough to help you take down a GPP with him being 7,300. Another one of my favorite plays of the day, Mr. Christian Wood at 7,300.
0: Okay, see at Miami 220 total in this game. The Miami Heat, a 16-point favorite. Um, That's not a typo. That's like six different books. On the Thunder side, Dort favors giddy jerome muscala robinson earl kendrick williams all out sga questionable on the miami side jimmy butler caleb martin pj tucker all questionable i feel like this is a jimmy butler ankle sprain he sits type of game but we'll talk about that in a second i got no interest in the thunder sga has been a man that has just absolutely been crushing He's 9,900 going up against one of the best defenses in the league. Even if Butler sits, I still don't have a ton of interest. I'm out on OKC in this matchup.
1: Am I playing OKC? No.
0: Now, might get down on some props on SGA because he's been a machine, but I still think the matchup, we might even be looking at maybe an under prop.
1: Oh, yeah. But, but here's the thing. I do think they're going to adjust for Miami. I don't think they give us SGA at 29 and a half today, or even 28 and a half. They probably give us 27 and a half, 26 and a half. That, that would be my guess.
0: If it comes in at 29 and a half, I'm in. I'm taking the under. If it comes oh, in yeah. at 26 and a half, I might take the over.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good in-between line. It really is. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: you know – 28 i probably just kind of leave it alone but at 29 yeah. and a half if he comes in at 29 and a half i'm pounding the you, under if he comes in at 26 know. and a half i'm taking the over um yeah
1: i like it i, I play the odds game there. at that
0: point more than anything yeah. else and um,
1: then then i might get into some some other stuff like like point re, points rebounds assists, and just try to play the field and say mm, which one is it you know yeah oh yeah
0: uh, the Miami side, again, I I, I just kind of said it. Butler, he's sprained his ankle. Um, he's questionable, did not practice Thursday. I highly doubt he plays in this game. Um, I'm just saying that it's the night before anything can happen. I don't think he plays. I think this is a great spot for Tyler Hero. I think this is a great spot for Bam. And dare I say, you could even play some Kyle Lowry in this spot. Um, I do want to see the Caleb Martin news. Because if he were to sit, it could potentially open up some stuff. P.J. Tucker, if he were to sit, it could potentially open up some stuff. So we're watching the Miami News. This is a good good spot to be watching the Miami News. They crush them in this game. But these cheap plays that could benefit from these guys being out probably don't come off the floor right away in a blowout.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I'm with you 100%. Um, here's the thing. With Miami, where is Bam going to end up in like the first half? Right, like they they really should destroy this team. Can Bam get to Stevie? Let's say thirty fantasy points first half. I think he can do it in this spot. If he does that, I'd need, I'd need Butler to sit right, and and probably PJ Tucker too. But if those guys sit, I'd be willing to roll Bam out of eighty three hundred. Um maybe Tyler Hero, maybe Max Truss. Like Those would kind of be the guys I'm looking at. All
0: right, rolling along here, we got New Orleans at San Antonio, 237 total. Um, the Spurs are a three-point favorite. On the New Orleans side of things, Alvarado and Graham are both questionable. B.I. and Lance and Nance and Zion are out. On the San Antonio side, Doug McDermott is out um, Langford remains out and Bates Diop Diop remains out. This game could have like playoff type atmosphere. I know it's still what a little under a month away, um, a few weeks away before we get into like that playoff type. But like, this is a big game. You know, we just got done talking about the standings in the West and how the Spurs like the Spurs get to the point where they're a half a game back. If they beat the Pelicans in this game. So, this is a big game. So, looking at the New Orleans side of this game, it's huge for them that McCollum's back. And it's even better for McCollum that Brandon Ingram is out. So, really like him in this spot. Um, I think Herb Jones, Valanchunas, they're like secondary type tournament pieces that you could look at. Um, I don't think. Najee Marshall is someone we're looking at here with McCollum back. Um, his minutes just kind of dipped the other night. So I really just want to play the main pieces. McCollum, some large field tournament options on Jones and Valanciunas, but I love CJ here. I-, I could see him shooting 25 times in this game.
1: Yeah, for sure. And they don't have anybody that's going to stop him here, um, you know, against the Spurs. and then Even JV, Stevie, I – I feel like he may be pretty safe here. I know he's 8,400, and that seems really expensive. But if he's going to get the minutes, right, like in this game, he should see 30 to 30-plus 30 minutes. I don't hate that. I think he's got a 50 spot in him here because he's going to have to deal with Podol, So I, I'm very interested in, uh, in JV here.
0: Yeah, and Jacopoto, not the best defensive um, center in the league. I think San Antonio is like fifth or sixth in fantasy points allowed per game to opposing centers, so uh, definitely don't mind this spot. Looking at the other side of this game, the San Antonio side, you already know. Uh, anybody that's listening to the podcast knows that DeJounte Murray is someone that I love in this spot. He's averaging 57 fantasy points in two meetings against this team this season. He's been absolutely crushing. The price has kind of lowered his ownership here recently. Um, I love DeJounte. Like, you could play John Johnson. I don't love Yacob in this spot, but I like Johnson as, like, a secondary piece. Um, But I love DeJounte Murray. He's probably my favorite player in the slate.
1: Yeah, love DeJounte. Uh, Devin Vassal's been getting minutes as well. Had a terrible game against OKC, Stevie. I do mean terrible. And then, of course, you know, Lonnie Walker goes off that game, 20 points in 22 minutes. I'd still side with with um, with Murray over everyone, even Keldon Johnson, I think at 6,600. I know Keldon's had two really big games, but, man, he could just drop off the face of the earth at any minute. So I, it's, it's really just DeJounte for me, and that's it.
0: All right. Um, moving on. We got the Clippers at Utah taking on the Jazz 218 total this game opened at 221 and got bet down big time um it's 217 217 and a half some places it's still 218 and a half um the jazz opened as a 10 point favorite it's like six and a half now um i would assume i don't even know why because from what i'm seeing on the injury report oh donovan mitchell's out that's why anyway um totally missed that when i looked at the injury report the first time on the Clippers side, George Kawhi Powell out on the Utah Jazz side. No Bogdanovich, no Donovan Mitchell. Um, let's start with the Clippers, and then we'll get into the Utah conversation. But looking at the Clippers here, I, still such a tough defensive matchup. Reggie Jackson's price is still what it seems to be a little high. Marcus Morris, over 40 fantasy points in three of the last four games. If I'm rolling the dice on anybody, it's probably him.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Here's the other thing, Stevie. You know, as much as I don't want to play Reggie Jackson, like, if you pull his game log, he's actually been playing perfectly fine. The minutes of their last four games, 49-38, 45-39. Like, he's actually been okay. And I'm not afraid to roll him against Utah here with, with, with their roster slightly depleted. You know, I... I like him. I, I, God, I hate to say I like Reggie Jackson, Stevie, but I think he's actually in play sneakily, right? I, I think he's sneakily in play, and I'm with you on uh, um, Marcus Morris as well. You know, he's in play, and those would be the top two for sure. Utah side. um
0: Mike Conley, 5,700. Playing point, yeah. point Conley, I mean... He should play 35 minutes in this game and yeah. I think he's he's solid here he really is I mean we're going to get a lot of second team usage from Clarkson and I mean I think he's someone you could play ceiling side of things and you can always take shots on Rudy Gobert cuz they don't have anybody to match up with him he put up 50 in 27 minutes the first time these two teams met 20 um, rebounds the other night Yeah I mean there's just nobody here the Clipper sorry Zubak you are not stopping Rudy Gobert in this spot so I mean I definitely like Rudy Gobert in this spot and I mean Mike Conley is just he's going to project pretty well here
1: yeah he should at 5700 my assumption is our median projection comes in maybe around 31 32 when you agree Steve I think that's probably where I'm I don't think yeah. they get him up to 35 but I, I think he's got 40 point upside in this spot Um, You know, he should be able to squeeze a few more shots. Same thing with Jordan Clarkson. You look, he's 5,800, only 100 more. And he's absolutely going to be stroking the ball. So I I like him as well. Sneakily, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is probably going to get 25 minutes. And I I don't hate that either against the Clippers. So I like that. Um, You know, I'm going back to the well. This is another prop I'm going back to the well on with – with uh Mitchell out. I took Royce O'Neal over 15.5 and a half points, rebounds, assist the other night. Guess how many he had, had ended with Stevie? For a whopping 15. 15. <laughs> I mean, just that half always gets you uh I, I think he's able to go over here because I think he's a little bit more involved in you know handling the ball, rebounding the ball, assisting the ball. Um, uh, I like him here. I, I'm gonna take that prop again and hope he comes in at maybe I don't know 13 and a half. He'll probably come in at 14 and a half, but um I, I like the over on that one as well
0: all right moving on we got boston at sacramento two twenty-four and a half and a half total in this game celtics a nine point favorite even on the road here um cornet nia smith out for boston and then on the king's side fox is questionable lamb and davis are out um i mean the boston side they they should cruise in this game tatum's 9500 Anytime Tatum's under 10K, uh, slight interest because this dude does have that 60-point you know, upside. So definitely don't mind him. But outside of him, I mean, Brown 7,500, I think he's okay. I don't think he's fantastic. Williams and Smart, they're just all kind of priced appropriately. I think you could potentially take a shot on Smart, but overall don't love anybody outside of Tatum here. I don't even love him. I just think he's under your price a little bit.
1: Yeah, for sure. Boston's been playing great defense all the way around. Um, you know, remember when Jalen Brown was 9K every slate, Stevie, and we were like, what? This is crazy. Well, he's come back down to earth here at 7,500. Uh, I think that's reasonable for the matchup he's in. Same thing with Tatum at 9,500. Here's why I like this spot, Stevie. I think we feel like Sacramento's a bad team, and they actually haven't really been getting blown out. Like, they've been playing competitive basketball. They're just not a winning organization. I think I think this team is able to push Boston all the way through the fourth quarter here. I'm with you. I'm very interested in uh, in Jason Tatum. Now, of course, De'Aaron Fox has got to play for that to happen, so I don't want to overlook that. Fox has got to play for this to work. But as of right now, I'm, I'm very interested in Tatum, very interested in Jalen Brown. And, in fact, sneakily – I think that uh, Mr. Rob Williams at 6,800, this could be a huge game for him in terms of uh, blocks and rebounds. He gets a double double and, and picks up those stocks. We're going to be looking at a really pretty fantasy point productive game for from him.
0: Um, the other side of this game, the Kings side, I mean, if Fox sits, I love DiVincenzo. I think he's in play regardless. Um, oh, yeah. If revenge, if you don't think revenge is a thing, DiVincenzo saw the ball 14 times against Milwaukee uh, the other night. And even when he was with Milwaukee, his season high was 11 shot attempts. Um, so he had three steals. <laughs> if you don't think revenge is a thing, um, uh, he didn't want to leave there, I'm sure. No, I know. I'm sure he wasn't happy about that. He but I mean, he went from a
1: championship team to a bottom
0: dweller. If Fox plays, I really don't have interest in Sacramento. If Fox is out, I like DiVincenzo, but and maybe Mitchell, but it's still such a tough matchup against Boston. It's just – it would be more of just playing the price game.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm with you
0: 100%. All right, we finish out the night. Chicago at Phoenix, 229.5 total here. The Suns a six-point favorite. On the Chicago side, ball is out. Patrick Williams remains out. That's really it. And then on the Sun side, Jake Crowder is questionable. Paul Kaminsky, Sarge, Cam Johnson remain out. So Chicago side first so tough. Um, you know, playing any of the Chicago guys when they're all healthy, but Zach Levine under 8K now, and I, mean, I think when oh yes, yeah, I think when he's under 8K, you can um you could you could fire up some him some some Zach Levine here. I think DeRozan and Vooch probably too expensive with Levine playing. None of the value plays make a lot of sense on a 12-game slate, but I think Levine under 8K, uh, that's where you're kind of looking at.
1: Yeah, I'm for sure interested in Levine. And, in fact, Levine was someone I was interested in the other night from a props perspective uh, against, uh, against Utah. He was – Stevie, he was at 23-and-a-half points against Utah when the shot attempts had crept back up around 20 – Uh, If he comes back in at 23 and a half again, I'm telling you folks, go ahead and hammer the over again. Uh, As of the other day, he was averaging around 25 his last five. After that 33-point performance, he's probably averaging around 26, 27 now. He comes in at 23 and a half. I'm telling you, ahead of time, take the over. Shot of tips are there. Um, I'm with you. It's Lavina Bust.
0: Phoenix side. Booker I mean I know this matchup isn't great but he's a 50 point machine right now um and just it's not going to slow down Cam Johnson's out Paul is out like I don't get it and, and, and Crowder was out the other night like the Suns are on cruise control right they're 6 games up on the west they're they're the best overall record in the NBA I don't think anyone's catching them and I get that but Devin Booker is just on cruise control right now um and There's no reason for us not to have interest in him any night. And the fact that he is cheap, he's cheap. 9,100 for a guy that's getting the usage and the shots and everything is just cheap. Um, So, yeah, I definitely like him. And, I mean, I don't mind Bridges in large field tournaments, but I really think the play in this spot is Levine and Booker.
1: Yeah, and listen, don't look now, but DeAndre Ayton has put up you know, pretty much forty plus fantasy points in two of the last three. Um, I don't hate him either. He's not gonna get as many minutes, but but I don't hate it, but I'm with you. Booker is for sure the play on this team. I, and I will be looking at props for him early tomorrow. Get him in early.
0: All right, morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here for the weekend. You know, if you haven't already, make sure you head on over to my buddy's prop shop, Chief's Prop Shop over there on Discord, rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Uh, Very easy to get into. One of the best Discord communities in the fantasy space, so make sure you're checking it out. Um, I usually try to post one NASCAR freebie um, a week over there on Prize Picks. Because underdog doesn't have it yet, um, but yeah, I mean, looking at the morning grind game, favorite play under five K to go seven X. Who do you like today?
1: Listen, I'm not gonna take your guy. Okay, I think I know who your guy is. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, I'm gonna go to someone that I think we talked about earlier. That that I, I really believe in because of the spot, because of the matchup. Uh Jesus. Give me Denny F I know that's a little bit cheaper than we than we're thinking, but I think he gets good minutes here, Stevie. Get give, give me Denny.
0: Yeah, so many potential great plays here today. Um, who do you think my guy was though? I'm just curious. Steven Chenzo. No, that's not I I mean I definitely don't mind him, but um I think I mean if John John Morant doesn't play, I love Jones. Um but for the sake of the morning grind game, I'm going to go kind of off the board here and say C.J. Ellaby for Portland. Uh, I don't think that will be a very popular one. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bus today?
1: LeBron James.
0: <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, all right, all right. Thinkers um, are done. He threw me he threw me for a loop. Um I I'm I'm going bold today. Lakers are done. I like it. I'm going to go I think I'm going to go Sabonis, 8700 going up against Boston. Sabonis is a really good actual basketball player. He might be my new Jokic um for fantasy. Um good basketball player, not a great fantasy player. I'm going to go Sabonis. Um favorite 6x play today. Who do you got? Bruce Brown. All right. 5600. I, like it. I can get behind that. I'm gonna go Mike Conley. I think Mike Conley oh, yes. is one of the best point per dollar players on the slate. Absolutely love this spot for him. So I'm gonna go Mike Conley. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. I know who I want. Who do you who do you got today, bro? Give
1: me Christian Wood. Listen, I made sure I wrote all my plays down today <laughs> as we we're going. Christian Wood at 7,200, man. Love it
0: not bad uh, you know it only took uh how many years you've been doing the podcast <laughs> oh <I'm> joking um <laughs> i'm gonna go aiden not aiden um gobert sorry i had yeah i, gobert. Like I was looking at aiden's name because they're right there price but yeah it's gobert i love this spot for him i don't think anyone's gonna be able to stop him he had 17 rebounds the first time these two teams played. He's coming off of a 20 rebound game. He's been a double double machine here. Look at his rebound prop. If it comes in at like 11 and a half, I like the over. Um, yeah. So there's my favorite bet too. I, I look at Grudigo Gobert's rebound prop. I think he smashes it today in this matchup. And um, you know what? I'd be you got
1: you got to think he's coming in at 13 and a half. Though he was 12 and a half the other night against uh, the Bulls. I think I like the
0: over at 12 and a half.
1: No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm at at the over on Bear all the way up to 13 and a half. Once he hits 14 and a half, I start taking unders.
0: Yep. Um, And again, like, I love props today for DeJounte Murray. I think he's going to have a big game, so I'll be looking at props for him. I'll be looking at CJ McCollum props today. Um, I don't like his three-point prop because it doesn't seem like he's getting the volume like he was when he was with Portland, um, different basketball, but he is still someone that I, I still like hitting the over on. I think it's usually around 23 and a half to 25 and a half. So what do you, anything wow. that you want to point out? I know you pointed out a ton while we were going.
1: Oh yeah, man. Listen, I, this is one. The caveat is I need the Aaron Fox to play folks. This That's the caveat. Marcus Smart over. 24 and a half points, rebounds, assists. Now, Marcus Smart can you? I know he can be finicky. Last five games, though, Stevie, he's averaging 27 points, rebounds, assists. 24 and a half is a touch too low. 32 against Golden State, 26 against Dallas. Dallas is a good defensive team. And so has Golden State been over the past the past few weeks. 24 against Charlotte which that's a game where you would have expected them to go over. 24 against Charlotte, 28 against Detroit, 26 against Brooklyn. And tonight he gets the Sacramento Kings. If De'Aaron Fox plays, Marcus Smart, 24 and a half points, rebounds, assists, take the over.
0: All right, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man,
1: it's been fun. I, I, don't, think, I don't think we've incorporated this many props in the show in a while, but I, I appreciate you letting me rattle off a few while, while we were rolling there. Should be a good slate.
0: That is true. That's going to wrap it up here for Friday. We'll be back. Well, Will and Looch will be back on Monday. Um, I'm off on Monday traveling. um, So I'll see everyone next week sometime. I don't even know when. I don't remember. But, hey, (laughs) that's what we do. Good luck, everyone. Have a great weekend.